Welcome to Clarity to Launch the Podcast. I'm your host, Natanya Bravo, founder of the Bravo Life, business and mindset coach, and a woman on a mission to help you acknowledge that internal whisper and gain the clarity you need to launch a life you truly love. Years ago, I followed my own whisper and took a leap of faith, leaving behind a six-figure salary and everything I knew to fulfill a one-day dream of moving to Paris. That one tough decision led me to creating a seven-figure business, marrying the love of my life, and helping thousands of women use their passions to uncover their purpose and create the income and impact they were born to. It all boiled down to one decision. Was I going to keep telling myself one day or make today day one? Now it's your turn to decide. Clarity to Launch is here to give you the tools you need to guide you along the way. All you have to do is decide. So are you ready? It's time to launch the life you were born to live. Hello and welcome back to season two of Clarity to Launch the podcast. I am so excited for this season. As I have shared on social media, in the trailer that you listened to, I'm just really excited to share more tips, stories, advice to really give you the clarity that you need to launch into whatever it is that you're launching into in this season of life. And there's no better way than to kick this season off with today's episode, which I've already recorded, but I wanted to hop on and share some context before we dive into this first episode. Because as many of you have seen me share on my social media, on my email list, I had an incredible third retreat in Tuscany, Italy with a group of nine other amazing, intelligent, smart, funny women who joined me and didn't know each other, did not actually really know me other than what they followed online. And we had a really transformative week. And you're going to hear some snippets of that and the energy that was created. And something that came up a lot while recording this episode was the theme that when you are coming into a space with shared intention, with complete strangers, honestly who really don't know what they're walking into, but are open, are willing to come in as their full true selves in a way that they may not even do in their day-to-day lives, are willing to be honest with themselves first. There is a magic that is created. And I am so just honored and blessed that these women chose to go through this journey with me. I mean, there were people who arrived and the way, the way they left was a completely different person, a complete transformation in their confidence, in their clarity, in the way that they, the energy that they exuded in the rooms. And this group now has created a sisterhood for life, which you will hear snippets of, as I mentioned in this episode, that I'm so excited to share with you. Uh, as a lot of you know, we are going to Bali next. I'm so excited for that retreat as well. And as I've been sharing more about the Tuscany retreat, I wanted to just, if you're feeling called to be in this space, just know that you're meant to be there. And this group, again, had its own special energy and connection that won't be duplicated. There'll be a completely new energy and connection. Every time I do these retreats, I would say each one gets more and more profound, more and more connected, more and more special, but they each have their own unique dynamic. I don't know who's going to sign up beforehand, but what I do trust and know is that the right people come every time. And what's interesting is, you know, as all of you know, I identify as a Black woman, and this 
group was a group of all Black women. Uh, we have had groups that have had Latino women. I've done events where we've had white women. I have coaching programs that have, you know, Asian women and all different backgrounds. And what I, I, I know that's also a question that comes up a lot is, can I come if I'm not a Black woman? One, if you are feeling called to come, I trust and know that if you're listening to my podcast, you're a supporter of me and what I do and the work that I put out into the world, that you're meant to be there and that I don't even have to say this, but you're respectful of the spaces that I create. So yes, absolutely. We welcome you. Um, but also just for anyone who's wondering, you know, well, I don't know anyone or what if I feel uncomfortable or what if I'm the oldest or what if I'm the youngest? Like we have had women spanning from across the three retreats. I think our youngest was 25 and our oldest at this point has been, I want to say 59. So we're spanning, you know, multiple decades here. Everyone learns from everyone. Everyone's got completely different family dynamics. Everyone has completely different career paths. Everyone comes from different socioeconomic backgrounds. But when we get in a space, as I mentioned, where you're able to really take off the mask and just be who you are at a soul level, not a personality level, at a soul level, there is magic that created is created. And none of that other stuff even matters anymore. There is just such a powerful connection and possibility of true transformation that's possible. And I'm so excited for you to get a glimpse of that in today's episode as you get to hear from the amazing BP9. My, my ladies listening know what I'm talking about, but these are the nine incredible women who trusted me for a week of their lives in a new country, in a private villa, where they had no clue what I had planned for them each day. You know, I got some people saying, I don't cry. You're not going to make me cry. And then by day one, most people had cried <laughs> in a good way, right? Releasing. Um, but I'm just really excited for you to hear some of these special, incredible stories, as well as this dynamic group and get a sense of the energy that is created at our experiences, our events, our retreats. And if you're feeling called to join us in Bali or our Los Angeles event coming up next year, check out the links in the show notes, send me a DM on Instagram with any questions. And I look forward to having you and connecting with you and who you are at a soul level in person soon. So today we have a special episode of Clarity to Launch. I am so excited. Many of you saw that I recently hosted our third retreat in Tuscany, Italy, and we have all of the guests from our retreat. We're missing a couple, but most of our guests from our Italy retreat here with me today, because while we were on the retreat, they had the amazing idea of we should do meetups, we should do reunions. And I was like, you know what? Why don't you guys come on the podcast? We had such incredible conversations, such incredible just moments and connections. And keep in mind that we all arrived not knowing each other. So I'm really excited for you to get to hear from each of them today and hear a little bit of like what it was like being at the retreat together, what each person experienced, and the joy and laughter that each of us brought to what has become a sisterhood. I want to start by... Actually, I want to start with someone who I was going to say I was going to save for last, but I'm going to go to you first, Rhonda. So Rhonda came and on the very first day, 
kept saying like, I'm so happy to be here and thank you so much. And I'm so happy to be here. And I didn't know Rhonda. She was actually a friend of another guest who, who'd come, Benita, who's on as well. Um, but Rhonda, I would love to hear from you. One, what led you to come to this retreat not knowing what to expect? And I'm not going to ask you to summarize your experience. I think it's really hard to do just in one conversation, mm -hmm. but I'd love for you to share, you know, we're now a month and a half out. What are the things that have stayed with you or maybe memories that come up during your day? Anything that you would like to share with those listening who didn't get a chance to be part of this incredible group? So thanks so much, Natalia. And hey, everybody. Um, I just want to say I came with no expectation. I actually came... Because one, I, I love my friend Bonita, and uh, she was so gracious to invite me. Uh, and then I, I came because it was like, it's Italy. I've never been. Yes, I'm going to do this. But I had zero expectation um, except grateful. I, had, I was filled with gratitude. That's number one. What I, my, a takeaway for me was... Um, Oh my goodness. I, and I hope I don't cry about this, but one of my takeaways was from my experience with Dewana and how um, with Dewana, she she um, had a personality. We spoke before. I told her how I was. And my only ask was, you know, was that I'm quiet in the morning because I'm just not a morning <laughs> person. But I came away from that understanding that you don't have to... Uh, disengaged from people to still have your own space. She allowed me to have my space. And, uh, but I remain engaged with her, even in my silence and in my quiet. One thing that I can, another thing that I can say, if, uh, if I can just wrap up really quickly was that, um, I am not easy to get to know. Benita knows that about me very, very well. I would say about myself, and I may be tooting my own horse, that I probably am very nice, but you never know it. But I came away from this with feeling such authentic uh, relationship and friendship and connection with this group of women. And um, I would not have traded this experience for the world. And something I wrote on your, um, on your uh, website, it was like, take the opportunity and invest in yourself you won't regret it with this uh, with this experience. It was amazing. Yes. And I will say, I think I speak for all of us that we physically saw a transformation in your face, your energy, your light, your joy. You were very kind and sweet and loving from day one, as I mentioned, but there was a lightness and pure joy and bliss to you that I think we all saw, especially during your photo shoot and that photo that I sent you. <laughs> and so I- I know everyone listening heard me laugh when you said you talked to your roommate before and you weren't a morning person. And I'm going to pass it to Dewana, who was your roommate. And if you know <laughs> Dewana, which now I do, at the time I did it, <laughs> you know that I probably created the worst but most perfect match by putting them in a room together. So Dewana, I would love for you to share what was your expectation when you talked to Rhonda? How was the experience for you? What's coming up for you now a month later? <laughs> yes. Um, you know, it, it was an absolutely amazing, amazing experience. Honestly, Rhonda says that she was not, you know, that her personality gives a different kind of like um, energy, but it really was, I felt 
very welcoming, a very welcoming spirit from her from the beginning. And uh, I really, to be honest with you, I feel bad at times because I would think that I was kind of being a bit intrusive, just be, me being me. Now, of course, I'm just the opposite in the morning. I'm like, oh, I'm singing. I'm like, Ooh, I'm talking about today. I'm thinking about talking about all the stuff that happened before. But she was so nice and gracious with me. And she said, you know, and she didn't say anything. She was just like be writing her morning pages. <laughs> and, you know, and I go, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, you know, it, I think it, it, like you said, it was a very um, imperfect, perfect match, match, match uh, matching that I think was unintentional, but very purposeful, considering all the things that happened that was um, beyond what any of us expected it to be, you know, like um, the actual like transformation that I think we all experienced. For me, I, I left very full of just like a lot of um, things that I needed to do, like a, a lot of many tasks and many um, charges essentially that I had been given myself, my future self, you know, my future self gave me a lot of tasks. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the things that we did. And that was, you know, just everything that you put into this retreat um, in, in how you are very purposeful, you know, it was just, I think all of us came there letting go the titles and all those things that we have in our daily lives and just really came there as our true like raw unfiltered selves and you know and for that we were just filled with so much so i for me i have um many changes i think many changes but just more clarity for me on what how to do the things i felt like i had all these ideas but then not really knowing what uh, the steps are that I need to do. So of course I will be joining the Clarity of the Launch. Um, I will be joining that for sure without question because I need it and I know I need it and I recognize how that's gonna help me. That's something that I wasn't quite sure of prior to going to the retreat. So yes, um, just more honing of, you know, getting to the end is what's happened for me. Just a lot of steps in getting that clarity. Yes. And you were definitely such a joy and light and fun energy for our group mm -hmm. and also an amazing singer, which some of you saw me post on Instagram. Dewana created a song for our group and for the Bravo life. Something you said, though, uh, in relation to coming as our true selves, which I want to go to Elena, who this was kind of the theme of her week there, at least from the outside looking in. But I'd love to hear from you, what was that experience like for you? Because we talked a lot about what does it mean to come just as Alina and, and nothing else without any bells and whistles. So I'd love to hear what that experience was like for you. Yeah, when Dewana said that, I was like, it me coming into the true self. And then I felt, I felt like eye contact from you, Natanya, even without literally really being able to tell but yeah that was the theme that was kind of the mantra of my time in Italy and I think what was most beneficial about being in an environment where I wasn't wearing one of the many hats that I wear in an external way I was just literally being able to be myself that allowed me to see how other people saw myself which 
was really eye-opening and it helped me understand one how other people can root for all the facets of me and not just one mm. and then it it also allowed me to see how I can root for all the facets of me too mm. I can root for the the multi-hyphenate coach commercial actor model consultant and everybody can know me for all of those things because they're all informing each other I can't be a coach for creatives without creating yeah and <laughs> and so that for me was something I'd been saying but I would honestly feel a little bit of a guilt whether I was in one world or the other and I was like well they don't really know what I really do that I'm also a professor that I'm also this that I'm also that and even ironically like a few days ago, I had an audition where the person said to me, and act like you're a professor from Yale. And I'm like, well, little do you know, I'm a professor at <laughs> another <laughs> university. And I was like, done. And then afterwards, she was like, well done. And that was like the first time I got actual feedback mm. in an audition where it was like, wow, that was cool. I was just being myself. And, that, and, and so I think having a community of beautiful Black women just so happened to be that way. Like, and knowing that, you know, if I take the courage to post something on Instagram that I'm like, ah, about, and then I get, you go girl. Or like, I see you doing what we know you were supposed to do. Like all of that just amps me up. It makes me know that I'm not alone in my journey. And my journey isn't just in my head. Mm. It's shared and it's celebrated. Yes, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I think we all got to see that. When I remember the first day you came, I was like, whoa, she's a ball of energy, which is funny because <laughs> we, I mean, you joined Clarity to launch my program like two or three years ago, but we never really, I never saw you on call. So I never got to get Elena's real energy. And then by probably day two, I was just like, I love it. Like I could tell you were like bringing all of you in. And I think so many of us try to compartmentalize ourselves and be one way in one way and show up a different way somewhere else because we feel like we're supposed to, um, which I am glad that this space allowed you to do that. But also I think in doing and showing up as your full self, one, it inspired all of us, myself included, to do the same, do more of the same, but also it, it, we couldn't help but like fall in love with you <laughs> because you were so true to you and just, you're, you're not just funny. Yes, you're funny, but you're not just smart. Yes, you're smart, but you're not just like so loving and kind. And you were like, she was helping me during the photo shoot. Like she's like, yes, girl, twirl and do the things. And she's like so supportive. And, you know, we didn't know each other five days prior, but you wouldn't know that on the outside. So thank you, Alina, for, I know I said this to you before personally, but I want to say to you again here, thank you for allowing us to see all of you and experience all of you because it's beautiful. Thank so. you for the space. I so am appreciative of it. And now feel like I cultivate that space in times where I'm alone or in times where I'm with others, where I'm like, you know what? They gonna get all of this. And yeah. that's that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That actually brings me to Bonita, who was your creative soul sister, which if you meet Bonita, you would think she's very soft-spoken, which she can be. But once you get to know her, not only is she a kind and creative and passionate soul, 
but a force to be reckoned with. So Bonita, I would love to know from your perspective, what was this experience like? What were you expecting? If anything, as you know, we've contacted each other on Instagram for a couple of years, but I didn't know your actual name until you signed up for the retreat. And so getting to know you for a week was incredible, but I'd love to hear how the experience was for you. So uh, of course my experience was great. I enjoyed it. Um, Didn't know what to expect. I really did. I was just going and I was excited to go to Italy and then do a retreat. So um, I, I enjoyed uh, my time with each other ladies um, and getting to know all of them. But also what a takeaway for me was to, uh, you know, try to be a little bit more open. Well, to try to be more expressive, which I'm not because um, I'm a little, a little quiet, a little laid back. So um, one of the takeaways for us to... Um, just being able to well, be myself and I didn't it felt like no pressure. There was no pressure for me. So uh, I enjoyed that. And with the company of the ladies and I, I got something from each and one of them, I'm always willing to learn. So I learned a lot about myself through each of uh, the, you know, and the ladies in our circle. Then it also gave me the opportunity to kind of just slow down on the things that I'm trying to work on and not do everything at one time because I tend to take on a lot. And that's why I'm always not completely finishing the task that I set out to do. So being back from the um, retreat has helped me do that. And then when I feel like I'm getting ready to take on too much, I say, wait a minute, you know, step back, (laughs) set those boundaries, you know, just complete this one task first and then go forward to the next one. So I'm really happy that I did take this, um, was able to take it because the first time we couldn't come because the, you know, COVID got canceled. We was trying. (laughs) <laughs> it was just like, we just couldn't come. So I'm so grateful to have each one of you ladies in my life. Yes. And so we are too. I, I know you guys can't hear and see the other ladies, but we all adore and love Bonita, who while yes, she may at times be soft-spoken, but we know that there is a mighty voice inside that is emerging. And I'm so excited to continue to support you and follow your path as well. So thank you, Bonita, for, for showing up. I want to now go to another roomy group, uh, which was Monique and Chablis. We're going to start with Monique, who her first day was a day from hell, to be put it nicely. <laughs> but her and her roommates, which we'll get to. Um, but Monique, you had not just lost baggage, but all sorts of things where you weren't even able to be at the villa the first night because you missed the pickup and all chaos ensued. And we ended up chatting by phone while you were at a hotel. And I was, we were all so worried about you, but then you came. And when you did come, I remember I came and got you at the taxi stand in Volterra and everyone brought you back and everyone came and like cheered for you. I would love to know what that, you didn't know these women, right? These are strangers. (laughs) I would love to know what that experience was like for you. So for one, yes, I did go through a lot to get there. Um, But it felt all worth it once I met you all. I mean, the welcome for me was everything. Like, um... Like it literally felt like the longest day ever. It like felt like it was 24 hours of what the heck just happened. 
But that's the story of my life. Like I'm an overcomer. Mm -hmm. So you have to go through stuff to yes. overcome it. And yes. then for me to show up yes, and then people clap for me and I don't even know y'all, that made me feel like, what, girl? <laughs> I needed that. You don't even know. Like, I, I I don't know how sometimes I look like, like I look like I look, but I've had to endure something to get to where I'm at. And it's just always, that's like the story of my life. And so I was like, this is no different. I tried to stay calm, but that welcome meant so much to me. I felt like this was family before I even knew y'all. Mm -hmm. And that was a great start for me. And to tell you the truth, after the trip and all of that stress, I was really frustrated. So I feel like that night being away helped me to be able to cal calm down. And that morning I was able to pray and recenter so that my energy was right and not coming into your presence with all my mm -hmm. baggage that I lost. <laughs> Which she just got, was it yesterday or today? <laughs> Oh my gosh, y'all should have seen my face. Y'all would have thought I won the uh the I don't know the what do they call it? The publisher's clearinghouse. Oh my <laughs> gosh. The guy knocked on the door, he he rang the doorbell, and I was like, I'm not expecting anybody. So I was like, who is this? And it's a man with a roll guard vest or something on. I'm like, who is this? So I opened the door and I see my luggage. I was like, what? <laughs> Finally, I it was like such a surprise it made my day it's been over a month and I was giving up hope and I was just like my stuff is just gone you know and it might not have been you know diamonds and pearls in there but it just was my stuff and I just was like oh man but for me to get it and then we we're having this today I was like oh it's like it was like a coming home yeah. moment but you all were so welcoming. It made me feel so special and welcomed. And I really appreciate that. I, re I really do. Yeah. And you and your roomie, which again, these pairings are somewhat random, right? I don't know each of you. I try to pair people somewhat that I can tell might get along, but I don't know each of you. Um, but you and your roomie, from what I heard, because I wasn't in the room next to you, were up each night till like 4 a.m. chatting it up. <laughs> Natanya, it is so funny. You you really brought together divine connections. Um I really would consider Shabli my friend now. And we didn't know each other before this retreat. And so it's just something that clicked from mm -hmm. that first day. We had some things in common and some things very different, but we just gave each other a chance. And it was sort of like, it was our after party. Mm -hmm. So we didn't plan it. It would be like, we partied with y'all and it's the whole group. And then all of a sudden we'd be back in the room. Both of us was planning to go to sleep. And then we just started talking. And then next thing is an hour. And then it's a two hours. And we're like, what time is it? And it's three o'clock in the morning. We're like, oh no, we got to get up for yoga. What is about to happen? <laughs> Um, and then it's four o'clock because we get in the bed and then we still talking across from each other. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even, we didn't, it was not planned. I don't know if it was jet lag or, you know, we just stayed up because it would have been a different time at home, but it, we just clicked and it was just perfect. Um, I, I, I don't know. It was like a dynamic duo. Yeah. We just found each other. 
I love that. And something that I think I loved about this group is if you saw us individually, I don't think you would ever say these 10 people would be like close friends. We all look differently, have different, yes, we're all black women, but we all present differently in the world. We all have different backgrounds. We're all different age groups. We all have different family dynamics happening. And I think something magical happens when you're able to be in a space and be all of you, as Alina was saying, where it none of that even matters anymore. Like you're getting to know the soul of the person. And that's where you realize none of this other stuff that we put on to survive in society or that was given to us by birth, our, our sex, our race, all of those things. When you get to the soul of the person, that's when you're really making a true connection. Shabli, I would love to go to you now as you were Monique's roomie. And I will say Shabli also had a journey getting to us. And I was convinced Shabli hated me before she arrived because she waited at the airport for Monique for three hours for Monique not to show up. And I was like, oh, she's going to be have an attitude this week. So Shabli, I would love to hear your experience, both in getting there, but also uh, once you were there. Sure, sure. Um, hey, everybody. I love hearing everyone's voice. First of all, I absolutely miss you guys. I miss the chats. I miss everything. So it just really makes my heart full um, to hear you guys' voices today. I just want to start with that. Um, getting there was quite the experience. Um, the worst, of course, I would say was was at the, the airport and probably the racial profiling. But, you know, everything leading up to that, I think, for me was more of a test because it is hard for me to stay focused. It's hard for me to stay centered. And, you know, when things start to happen that were outside of my plan or outside of what I thought or I anticipated, I'll change my mind and I won't, and, and I just won't move forward. Um, and luckily this trip was expen as expensive as it was. So there was no turning back once <laughs> I paid for it. You know, I, you know, things were happening and I couldn't say, you know what, forget it. I'm just not going to do it, which is what I would have done for anything else. So, you know, I kept pushing through, but on the other side of that, you know, I just, I kept feeling that there had to be something there that was going to be so incredible and so worthwhile for me that it was worth it to keep to keep pushing forward and to stay focused and to focus on the mindset um and like i said that mindset can just shift and i don't get what i need to get from an experience or from an environment once it starts to shift like that and that was my fear um i didn't have any major expectations you know for for the retreat i'd followed um, you know, the Bravo life for a few years. Um, I had wanted to do something in the past, but I was thinking more so, oh, it's an, it's an opportunity to go someplace that's, that's kind of sexy and luxurious. Um, from a professional and, and personal development st standpoint, I just wasn't sure what I, what I would get for, from it. You know, I didn't, I didn't have anything specific that I wanted to get, but the closer, um, the closer that the date came to, uh, to start packing and, and to start traveling, it just became more clear, you know, that I needed to be there. I needed to be in a different environment. I needed to be around some other people. And at least I was hoping to be inspired and motivated by other people's stories. Um, and I think, you know, the Zoom calls and different things that we had leading up to it, where you just get a, a, a small glimpse 
um, into the window of other people's lives and what they're working on and, and, you know, where they are professionally, where they're, where they are personally, I really started to feel like, you know, that I could learn something and that I can be inspired, um, you know, to move forward and to do some, some different things in my life. And that's absolutely what I got. Um, you know, and people, of course, flocked afterwards to ask me, how was the trip? How was Italy? You know, and, and what do I feel like I got from it? And I think, you know, clarity to launch is the perfect word for it, because what I got from the trip was a lot of clarity to begin to launch forward. And it may not necessarily look like everyone else's um, launch forward. You know, we're all at different stages um, in our lives and we're on different journeys. Um, but there, there were a lot of things that were in my way, including me being in my own way, that I've been able to um, step aside from that and, and begin to push forward. Um, I will say, coming back with so charged and energized and having so many things that I wanted to work on, um, I overwhelmed myself immediately and, and kind of faltered. So I definitely had to stop and, and, and really take the one step at a time approach. Um, you know, but things are so much clearer now. Um, and I do want to also do clarity to launch once I'm, I'm, you know, a little bit more situated and, and a little bit further along um, in my plans. But I definitely feel more clear, um, more able to move forward and just have um, an overall greater uh, perspective. Yes, thank you for, for sharing that. I'd love to also hear, uh, we heard Monique's side, but mm -hmm. from, you know, when you first came, you were somewhat reserved, which you said you can be at first, right? How was it having a roommate, getting to know Monique, someone you did not know, and, you know, coming to this situation where you don't know anyone, and now you're in a room with someone? <laughs> um. That's funny, because I initially inquired about the single, and I remember you saying, you know, I think that you should do the double. I feel like you just sensed I probably need to be around someone else, because otherwise, that is not what I would have chosen to do. Um, Monique is stuck with me. We still talk until 3 and 4 a.m. most days of the week. Like, I can't get up for work on time, because we're on the phone to 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. I mean, this is something that has, has not changed, even though we are you know, a, a month past the trip, like that's, that's just who we are. Um, it was awesome. And it was amazing that we clicked uh, from the beginning. Um, I did not know what to expect. We did do the intro Zoom or FaceTime um, prior to the trip. And I just said to her yesterday, I said, you know, I would have thought that you were introverted and reserved based on our conversation that we had, you know, during our Zoom. It's just, it was very light and, you know, superficial and, you know, haha, tee hee, and I'll talk to you later. So, <laughs> so to go from that to ne neither one of us will just be quiet at this point. I mean, like we literally talk about everything from life to politics, to the future, to movies, to men, whatever the case may be, um, you know, we, we, we just take that deep dive. Um, and I, the three of us met the other day for, um, or a couple of weeks ago for brunch, Aisha, Monique, and I. And, you know, we went over Monique's afterwards, and we were supposed to be there for about an hour. I don't think we left till 1130 at oh, night. And so, you know, we just, it, it's amazing <laughs> to click like that. You know, I mentioned during the retreat, I prayed for, you know, compassionate, authentic friends that could keep me accountable and 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 you know that also just just had something to 
to offer. And that most certainly was fulfilled with this, with this entire group. Oh, I love that. And I'm just, I'm not going to speak for everyone. I'll speak for my own, you know, we often make judgments of people based on past experiences, et cetera. And when I saw Shabli, you, I was like, oh, she is not going to be open. She's not going to be with the group. She's going to be a little bit apart. And I couldn't have been more wrong. You were so sweet, so kind. Once you do let the guard down, like there's just a heart of gold in there. So you're stuck with all of us for life. And we're so glad that you were able to come. I want to go now to who the one who spent her 40th with us with nine people she didn't know, Miss Mallory. Most people would not do that. I don't even know if I would do that. And I do a lot of things that most people won't do. <laughs> so I'd love to know. And I know you've shared me with, with this with me individually, but for anyone who's going through a big life change, and it may not be you need to go on a retreat, but they're trying to figure out can I do something that maybe I haven't done before that's a little uncomfortable? Like, what was that process like for you, Mallory, to make that decision? Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm very goal-oriented. So I, at some point, maybe like 35, started to set goals for myself as to where I wanted to be, like, professionally, salary-wise, like, at minimum. And it was really, like, the minimum, um, you know, by the time I was 40. And I had done something similar from when I was 30. I was like, I want to be a homeowner and I want to, and like, it happened. I was like, oh, you set goals and like, they happen. So like, you know, it just, it's surreal kind of. And for me, I think what I shared with many of you was that as I started, I was never that person like, oh, I'm getting older. And I have a friend who's like that. And she just is like kind of miserable every year. She's like, we're getting older. And I'm like, stop, stop. Cause the alternative is you did. So like, let's enjoy life. But as I started to approach 40, I was really kind of started to have a little bit of a crisis. And I realized that before I knew about this retreat, I would I had just heard um, or I had just realized rather that I was not in the job that I really wanted to be in. I had been there for about a year and I thought it was the transition I needed to make after like going back to school for the second, third time and, you know, things like that. And I. I was like, I'm not sure I'm I'm doing what I really want to do and maybe what I think I should do. And so that was frustrating. And I wanted some more financial independence and like the whole working for people thing. You know, I'm really trying to find my way out of that. So, but I was also really down. I was experiencing kind of like, you know, in a place that's supposed to be really just about social justice and we're walking in our values. I was actually experiencing I what I would consider to be microaggressions and just just um, not being responsible with the work we're doing serving black and brown people from the founder of the organization. So the values I thought I came to support were no longer there. So I was really like just questioning a lot of things for myself. And I've also struggled with like anxiety and depression. So a lot of it was hitting me. And I was like, I'm getting older. I don't know, like half my life is over. You know, I just was like stressing out. And I um, also was just kind of having some ideation, to be honest. I was like really struggling. And I think I told you guys that like I was just driving home one day and was like, what if I just like turn my car this way and like didn't go home? And I stopped, you know, check your phone while you're driving. But I was at a light and I stopped and I looked at my email and I was like, all right, what I got to do today? What's going on? And then I saw come with me to Tuscany in my personal email. And I thought, OK, I don't know. But then. I didn't look at it and then I went back to it. And then I was like, all right, it's this, it's this Natanya woman. Okay, what's going on? And I was like, you know what? 
yep, I'm doing it. Because I, as soon as I saw it was around my birthday, I was like, that's what I'm supposed to do. That's the hope I need. So the whole year, like from November until we, we were going to Tuscany, that was like the hope that got me through that year. I was like, I got something to look forward to. I'm going to Tuscany. This is what I'm doing. I need to make this money so I can pay, make the payments, you know, like, so that was part of it. But also um, prior to that, someone that I respect that I was on a book project with, um, had said something to me like, girl, sometimes when you want something different, you got to do something different. Mm. And, and, and that's what I thought of too, when I decided to, you know, check my budget and then hit purchase. And mm. then I made it happen. Yeah. So I was excited. I did um, also, like many people mentioned here, didn't necessarily go in with expectations. I had some hopes, which was like, maybe I'll get some clarity on I would say clarity and affirmation, or at least told like, girl, you need to think another way, which I was open to. And was like, maybe I need that, right? Because I don't know if people are giving it to me. Everybody's so supportive, which is great, but maybe I need to hear something else. Um, But but at least some clarity or affirmation as to what my aspirations were and how I wanted to go about that. And, um, and, you know, consulting is one of the things I really want to get into uh, formally and independently. So that was my hope was that, that was one thing, but also new connections, meeting new people, coming out of grad school, living under a rock for a while, I feel, being a mom and my social life kind of being like what her social life is. Uh, and then, you know, the pandemic, I was like, I don't know what it's like to be out really with people anymore that are not my family. Like I need to meet some new people. I need to be out there. And so the connection and networking was something I really was looking forward to as well. And, and I got it. It's great. Like I've talked to a couple of people on the phone since the, um, since the, the trip and we've been like following each other on IG and, you know, checking in. And I really appreciated that. And I hope it keeps going. I know like we've, we've calmed down a little bit because now everybody's like back to work and things like that. But Ed, just I always, I think about you guys all the time, like all the time I think about you guys. So I'm, I'm, I'm just so happy that I did it. Yes. And all of the ladies stayed up till midnight. Oh, yes. <laughs> which was just, I mean, I think that was maybe day three. I can't remember what day was your birthday. I think it was like the third day, second day. Mm-hmm. And you had this group of women who you didn't know just a few days prior bringing in your birthday with you. And I think, again, that is not sure. The retreat is great. I'm always going to publicize my own retreat, but I really think that's a testament to a group of individuals coming in and just being open to any and every, like you all have said, I didn't come with expectations. I came open. I came to to do something different. And that creates this magical moments that we had throughout the week. I mean, as I've shared on Instagram and I shared to you guys, and you guys were there to see it, everyone that even our vendors were inspired by our group. (laughs) The videographer is like, how can I come to a retreat? I want to come to a retreat. The chef, like you guys didn't see him, but he did actually cry one night when he was listening to you guys at the dinner table in the kitchen. Like that is how touching just our energy was. But that's because of each of you coming with I'm going to be open. I'm going to bring all of me, even the parts that maybe are uncomfortable or a little vulnerable, or I don't normally share outside of this space. And now I'm doing it with, with strangers. So I think that is really what makes anything uh, an incredible moment is when you have that energy in a space, which I'm so thankful that you all created and that is able to be created through these retreats. And I would love to 
check in with everyone and see if anyone has anything else that you want to share, whether that's share it with someone on this call or just any other reflections of, of your experience before, before we wrap up this conversation. I'm going to start with Alina. Is there anything that you'd like to share with us? Well, probably there's something, but in listening to you, to you talk and you were like talking about how, um, even chef took a moment and like, you know, had some tears out of maybe what some of the things were that we were sharing after many a night of when we thought dinner was over, but wait, <laughs> there was more. Um, we never left the dinner table. I also, I miss that. And I do try to recreate those moments with, you know, other loved ones, but you know, that's a thing. Dinner is really important to have with people that isn't in front of a TV. But one of the things that I thought was so cool was how just even hearing that, how our group was able to inspire other people to open up mm -hmm. and to have like comfort with meeting your own courageous spirit. Mm. And I think that that's something that's really meaningful for one, me to know, and also two, for me to be reminded of in this moment, in this period of my life, because yes, it's a month and some change later, but also that change, that change can really, you know, sometimes derail you from something that you're excited about and you're on a high from. So I think something to keep in mind is like, if anyone goes on this retreat, like be clear on what are a few things that you want to realistically integrate into your daily life so that the shifts and the changes are moving with you as you grow yeah. rather than like behind you or ahead of you. Mm -hmm. um, so that that's something that I have personally been trying to do, trying to have the comfort with the courageousness that I was able to discover within like my own creative self on the retreat. Yeah, I love it. And I think something you said is something I share with a lot of my clients. Oftentimes, I for, Dunning-Kruger effect. I don't know if any of you are familiar with yeah. that, where you have this high because you have this experience or this new knowledge or you join a program or retreat or whatever. And you're like, oh my gosh, you can do anything. I'm on top of the world. And then there's this big drop where you come out of that experience or you're in it, but now it's it's no longer new, right? Life hits you. And now you've got to navigate the experience and life. And you have this down of, I know nothing. I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm stupid. I'm an idiot. Nothing's ever going to happen. And that is that slope of the down is where the magic happens, where you have to keep making those little shifts that Alina was saying and give yourself grace and that they be little shifts and not this big monumental thing to then go up to, okay, I know some things are way more complicated than I thought it was when I first started this journey, but I, I know a lot more than when I started and I'm, I'm still growing and I'm still learning and staying within that upward slope from there, knowing that occasionally there's going to be a little dip, but that you can navigate it a lot easier when you're coming from that space. Alina, you were going to say something else. Yes. You just reminded me of a word that stuck with me since the retreat. For me, it's been about pacing. Mm. and just like setting my own pace and I I used to run track and so I there's there, there's a person called like a rabbit that like runs the race ahead of you and in a way I feel like Nathaniel was like our rabbit and like set a fast pace for us but in a way it's up to us to continue to decide like what is the pace we want to 
run? What's the what's the race we want to run? Who are we even in competition with? Mm-hmm. Is it ourselves or is it, you know, everybody else? And like, do they matter really in the long run? And ironically, because you said, you know, is there anything you want to say to anyone here on, on this call? Miss DJ always coming through, messaged me one day and literally said my word. And I freaked out and she doesn't even know it. She said, I hope you're pacing yourself well since the retreat. And I was like, (laughs) I I fell out. For all you who can't see me, I just did the most massive, insane move all over. Because that's what Dewana does. She likes season to your soul and you're not even ready for it. So I was grateful for that because it made me put the mirror back up. The mirror, y'all. And I saw myself again, saw the reflection of who I am and who I'm meant to be and was like, okay, I can pay this on my own terms. Yeah. Love it. Dewana, I would love to hear if there's anything else you want to reflect on, want to share with anyone else here. Of course. I am cracking up because the way Alina says that I am, I'm sorry, I've had to change environments. I was getting up by the mosquitoes. I was trying to do outside. <laughs> Nonetheless. <Sorry. laughs> um, we we do it to each other. Like she, like right before I left, you know, I spent a little bit more time in Europe after after the retreat. And um, and I did this nice video of the ocean to tell me to have a nice calming thing. And and in this same communication, you know, she goes, I just want to send something to you. And it's this same thing, but she's on an, you know in California there on in her side of the world <laughs> and and just doing that I was like oh we just connect we just do the same thing our brains just it's just we just can't stop it we did that throughout the retreat we met uh we were one of the ones that met um at the same place and um we were picked up together and came in and so it's like we bonded at that time and it's just never ended so I, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for everyone. Everyone, you know, um, another thing I'm kind of sad about is that I di- I miss those late nights. I love those late night, you know, sit up and, you know, I, I kept thinking, they're about to go to bed. So let me go to go to bed. <laughs> because as soon as I go up there to talk to Shibli and Monique, they'll, they'll be like winding down. So I just, the only thing I regret is not being able to like participate in that. So Elena, I'm with you. I, you know, that initial B and, and Monique, I just I, I really do wish that I I just slipped in and they could go sit down. I was like, no, it's okay. And I was thinking, because you know me, I can talk. And you know, I can talk. <laughs> and I feel like I would overwhelm you guys. And then um the thing that I um am so was glad to hear about this um experience as well is both me and my roomies like positive takeaway from from how our experience was because I felt like I was just like the one that I was bonded when she said I want to I want to get emotional I mean I was like what am I going to do without my roommate (laughs) you know I felt that a little bit you know in the beginning I thought "Mm, it's a little weird I don't want to feel like okay this was just weak (laughs) so it was amazing how we all bonded so closely so tightly and um and so I'm glad that you, that you, you know, got this together. I think that um, the same thing that you mentioned as well with um, the high and then the low. And I, I tell you, I came in every evening was like in the bed, like as soon as I came from work. And I thought, am I kind of going through like a, a post-Europe 
depression. You know what I mean? Like I was missing everybody. What's happening to me? You know, I've got to get myself together. You know, I have a choice to do. I have things to take care of. And, you know, how can I give back? And, you know, um, and stay connected with everyone, you know. Um, but yes, and, and you're right. You know, once that happens, then you get a little more. For me, I've had a little more focus. I can say that in, in my reflection, uh, Natalia, to everybody, that um, a takeaway that I had was my future self. She is now urgent. Mm-hmm. Um, she is urgently telling me you have to do something now mm-hmm. because otherwise the me that you you see won't be the me that you experience as you um, should be experiencing her. So I'll give you an example. I've been on my job at, at Rush for 12 years. I've been doing I did the same job in the College of Nursing for 11 years before I got promoted to the assistant dean job that I have. And while it was a promotion, it was, um, you know, to make it right for me, it's still the same work. And I feel like I'm stagnant. So that Rhonda that is looking back at me is like, current Rhonda, you better make a change. So Alina, uh, I hear you when you say that, you know, I got to I have to do something now. Uh, because otherwise it's going to pass me by. And then, um, then where will I be? I know I got two years left in this same job. And then after two years, it's like, you know, Rhonda, you 57 now. So, you know, you either going to retire from this job or, uh, you know, hate it until they carry you out. Uh, so it's going to be one or the other. So I know that the future me that I see in the mirror that looks back at me all the time says you have to do it now. So clarity to launch. I kept hearing people say clarity to launch. And I'm going to be honest. I look at the emails and do you swipe left and you swipe right? I don't know. I've been married for a long time, so I'm not really sure how that goes. Swipe right is yes, I think. Okay. So swipe <laughs> left. So I, I would look at the emails and not really swipe left. I was like, yeah, I'm not really sure if this is what I need, but what I know I need is clarity in a plan so that that I can move forward with what I have to do uh, in my life. And I want to say lastly to um, Benita, she and I are friends. I love her to pieces. And I can tell you the last time I saw her a couple weeks ago, um, we were in a, in a bar and I'm telling you, I hugged her so tight and she clung to me and I was so, so super happy to see her. We could not, I mean, couldn't stop talking to each other. It was I mean, could not stop talking to each other about Italy, about stuff. You know, she posted something on Instagram and I'm all in her personal business. Like, you know, <laughs> and, but I just love her so much. You all just don't know. Uh, Bonita and I both are Aquarians. And so we are different Aquarians. I'm a January Aquarius, so it's a different type if you know Aquarius. But I truly love Bonita so, so much. And I can say for the ladies that are here, and those that are not here, I love you all in the same darn way. Just amazing people, authentic individuals. I've never felt so so received and so loved in probably my entire life. So I love y'all for real. We love you. And we're so excited for not just future you, but current you, because there's already been a shift. So we're excited. Bonita would love if you wanted to share anything. 
me see here. Let me get my let me get myself together. Look, because I had to sit down. I had to finally get a seat. <laughs> so, do I sound clear? Am I not? Okay, good. So, um, yeah, it was. You know, it's always fun. It's not like me and Rhonda living far away from each other. It's just like we we have to figure out how to let our lives get in the way of doing things, of seeing each other a little bit more. Uh, because all we do, you know, go to work and come home and do whatever in between. Um, what I really, you know, did forgot to mention this was uh, doing the gratitude notes every morning. Um, it was just like, you know, at first I was just like, you know, what, what am I going to put here? I, I don't want to sound too cliche, but it's just like, I'm really appreciate my time. I'm really grateful for that. So I kind of started my notes with thank you, God. Uh, just to kind of remind it that, you know, thank you for letting me be in this place, be around Start, you know, be around these women and just, you know, just embrace this moment, you know, and this time, just embrace this moment right now. So um, those those were some of, some of the takeaways um, from that. And like I said, I'm, I'm working on me. I'm always going to work on me to become a better me because I didn't get to be middle aged for nothing, you know. So <laughs> I'm learning some things here and I could hope to continue to do just that. Um yeah, that's that's about that's about it that I could think of for right now. Yes, thank you, Bonita, for for bringing your light to the group and bringing Rhonda to us as well. Yes. Uh, Monique, yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay, Natanya, thank you, thank you for having this retreat. Um, when I saw the email, I saw it from an email. Um, I wasn't uh on. I'm on social media, which I wanted to say, I would love to have everybody's handle. I don't know everybody's on Twitter and Instagram and uh, Facebook or something, but I would love to, you know, uh, see more of you all in your other aspects. But I wanted to say thank you to you, Natanya, for having this. For one, when I came into it, um, I didn't have a big expectation of what to have as a takeaway but what I did take away is um that I'm called to do more than I already have and um in reflection I was able to look at some of the things that I have accomplished but I still want I have ambition to do other things and what I realized in my life is a lot of the stuff that I've gone through and that I keep going through is like I get through them for a reason. And I know it's to give back to other people to help them to be an overcomer. And with with some of the exercises we did, I was already there with sort of like um, I had like this thankful list before. So when Benita talked about the gratitude thing, I really liked that. Um, at one point, I was a cosmetology instructor and I was uh, trying to start my day with the students and ask them, could they uh, write th three things that they were grateful for before we started the day? Just to have their mind do that. And I learned that from another instructor of mine. So the reason why I'm saying it to you is because some of the things that we did in the exercises still stuck with me, but like you were talking about the highs and the lows, because you go to the retreat, you're on like a high and then you you can hit lows. I feel like I was sort of under a rock a little bit. 
um, because my personal life was doing twists and turns and ups and downs and roller coasters, right? But that happens in life. But what I feel like is I didn't make any excuses for not coming to this retreat. And I, half the battle sometimes is showing up. And what I would tell anybody else that wants to or is thinking about coming to the retreat or even doing clarity to launch, because I'm thinking about it myself. I just know it has to be good timing and I'm giving myself grace right now not to overwhelm myself. So like I told you all in our personal chat, if I'm if today is a good day, I will show up. Because I have to give myself that space to be like, this is not okay right now. I'm so happy to be able to laugh today, to be able to smile today, to be able to actually speak and articulate and be present. And that's what I tried to do on the retreat. I was going through a lot then in different ways, but I kept trying to be present in the room when I was there, except for maybe the travel. Now I took a few naps. <laughs> or no. So I might've checked out. You might've heard a snore or two, but I was definitely present in the room when I was there. And I tried to do that on purpose because I feel like showing up is half the battle. And I really appreciated being able to be transparent, even though sometimes I'm guarded myself. I'm a, I'm an extrovert, but I'm, I'm an observer. And so sometimes I observe the room, I observe whether I'm comfortable. And I didn't feel like I had to hold back everything at all times with you all. And that was a good feeling. You know, um, I don't need to be the loudest voice in the room at all times for me to be able to get a point across, you know, for me to be able to be present. And I just feel like I appreciated some of the times that we had, um, like they stuck with me, even seeing the scenery of the winery, even like just going together and having those experiences and taking pictures by the side of stuff, having dinners together. Those things mean a lot because even though we didn't know each other coming into it, it seemed like we were family. We became a family. Um, and that's not something I can say about everybody. You know, even though we're kind of spread out right now, I just feel like there was a connection that's not going anywhere. It's still there, but it might be distant from different people. And I'm definitely, I love that word, Elena, the pacing. And I also will add pause. Mm. because I feel like I'm on a to be continued mm -hmm. um, right now because life is continuing to happen, but it's not over. And where there's life, there's hope. And that's kind of where I am. And um, I was feeling hopeless and helpless in some of my situations. But I feel like every time I keep going. It's like Dory on ne Finding Nemo. And she would say, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. It's like that. And I get through it, but it's not easy. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. And what, what I really loved about coming there was that I didn't give up. I didn't let it break me. I didn't let it change who I was. I didn't let me have an attitude all week because of what happened to me for a moment. Mm -hmm. I said, no, I'm going to be present. I done paid for this trip. <laughs> I am going to experience this trip. And if I just have to, have to take a few more naps yeah. to get through it, that's what I'm going to do. But I'm going to show up. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm so glad I did. I feel like each and every person here is special. And I feel like we all came for a reason. And I feel like some of the nuggets that you've given um, is very purposeful. And I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And even though I need to like get back on my bandwagon, like uh, to do like journaling and to like sort of center and like regroup and continue on. I feel like it was a, it was like a seed planted and it just needs to continue to be watered and it can be like a, uh, can you see my, oh, you can't see my plant, like your plant behind you, how it's big. I have one, I have one in my house, but mine is, is fake and it's big and it's never going to grow anymore. But (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Something starts with a seed and then when you water it and you keep on, then you, you can come out with something big and great. And I feel like that's how my life is. So once the seed is planted, the seed is not leaving. It just needs to be watered and cultivated. So you might see me at Clarity to launch. You might see me show up at a few things, you know, but I'm very, um, I'm content with my decision to come. Yes. And I, I, I wouldn't change it for the world. I wouldn't change that I, I came at all. Were you going to say something? I was going to say we wouldn't change that you came because it wouldn't have been the same without you. But thank you so much for sharing that. You said a lot that I think a lot of people can relate to regardless of where they are on on their journey. I'm going to pass it to Shabli. If there's any other thoughts you want to share with us, Shabli. Yeah. um, I mean, I agree with everything everyone else has said so far, Dewana, Elena. Anita, Rhonda, Monique, um, especially with Elena, I would also add, you know, not only would you want to be clear, you know, kind of on what you what what your what you want to work on, um, you know, or what you're hoping to get from, um, you know, from a trip like this. I would say to also be open. You know, you just you never really know where you're going to be impacted. Um, you know. Uh, Monique just said, you know, all the gems that were dropped throughout the throughout the trip. You know, realistically, the gems came from everyone, though. I mean, I, I most certainly got them from, you know, the the exercises and the activities that we did. But you know, I also got them in in talking to Mallory or talking to Rhonda and being up all night with Monique or talking to Elena. You never know where you're going to. Um, where you're going to be fed. And this is this just kind of reminds me of one of those chicken soup for the soul type events. That's exactly what it was for um, for me. And, you know, and I'm so happy that I, you know, that I went. Um, I would also say for me, one of the biggest things is, is learning to step out of my own way um, and not self-sabotage. And, and that's one of the things that I've gotten, um, you know, where I've gotten clarity since since going on the trip, people again continue to ask me if you know who I haven't talked to since I've been back. You know how was it? And you know I'd say that each and every one of you really made um, the trip and the experience what it was. And just being in, the beauty of Italy was just the added bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. I I love that you said specifically around you know one 
the fact that you got something from everyone. Because I, as I have said multiple times throughout us this recording, I really believe that it's the power of all of the energy coming together with the same intention, even when that intention was not super clear of we're going to do this and this is what it's going to look like, but I'm open to something new. I'm open to this experience. So Shibli, just like you said, it wouldn't have been the same with without each of us. It would not have been the same without you. So thank you for bringing all of you. Last but certainly not least, Mallory would love to hear from you. I don't know why I keep getting surprised when you come to me. I'm the last <laughs> one. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. Yes, uh, Shibli, um, I, it's like I echo what you said in so many ways. And I think when we were sitting all around the table the last night, I said something to you, like I, I had this moment, where I was like, man, I wish I actually spent more time with you, talking to you, even one-on-one, because I feel like we're obviously different people, but that we have a lot of similarities in a lot of ways. And I, I when you describe being reserved and guarded and like would just maybe kind of self-sabotage and just be like oh this is too much I'm tapping out oh yeah mm -hmm, yep that's me that that has been me in a lot of ways and I've worked through it a lot but it it comes sometimes um but I I pause and I give myself grace um because I do need to take care of myself but what I want to say is that I am realizing that my face really hurts I was smiling so much this whole time and I was near the whole time I was like yep we back back to Italy because that's how it was like the whole time <laughs> the whole time and I don't there's only like probably two other friends in my life where I feel that way around you know kind of all the time it's either tears or laughing and so it's it's amazing but a, a big takeaway for me is um I mean one I I miss the dinners I really do and maybe one day we'll all be able to recreate that again and that's that's a wish you know and a hope in life but I realize that I am courageous, like just the courage to like take the step, come out, do the retreat and to do something for myself. And many of you affirmed me in that during the trip. I think, uh, Dewana, you said something like you chose yourself. You chose yourself. Um, Dewana, by the way, made me a birthday song mm -hmm. and I have it on video and I shared it with my daughter. She's like, who's that lady? You know, and I just, yes, it's you, you're forever in my phone singing me that song. and. I realized that also um, for me, it was a, a reminder that I have more fun and I feel a lot better and about myself and my choices when I put myself out there. And it, I just, I forgot, like I just forgot that I can get out of my comfort zone and that that is something that has always benefited me. Sometimes it's like, oh, that didn't land well, or I don't know if I should have did that, but the regret like pains more and torments me more than not doing it. So I was just, you know, reflecting when I knew you were um, going to come to me with this question. And I realized that like the worst thing that could happen is not trying. And I'm um, just taking the next step. I remember when one of the last days we did yoga, one of the last days I made it to yoga, uh, the yoga instructor had the, the cards, like the kind of namaste cards. And she's like, the right card finds the right person at the right time. One of the last cards I pulled was just take the first step and another, and the next step will come to you. 
and then do it again, like rinse, repeat, you know, and I've just been replaying that in my mind over and over. And so that's what I've been trying to do. I, I have been taking steps towards the things I want to do. I did have a slight of a little bit of a change in plans where my plan was to like, just save a bunch of money and just like leave my job. And I've left my job, but for another job, but I'm still planning on saving a bunch of money as cushion and just in case and and um it'll be there if i need it if i feel like i'm not having the time to create that i want to and to launch the things that i, I want to launch because uh, in the roles i've been in it just really is a lot of working and kind of overworking but i've come out the gate also setting my boundaries of my time and i was like hey if they want to fire me <laughs> you know like i I, I need to do me. And so I, I feel more courageous and affirmed that um, I'm worth it and that I could do that. And either it's a fit for me or not, but I, because of this experience, you know, I just feel so much more, more affirmed in who I am and what I need to do. So I really thank all of you and the whole, just don't let my family hear this, but I just couldn't imagine celebrating, you know, my birthday any other way now that I've celebrated the 40th with you guys. So I'm just so, so happy that I got a chance to do that. And we're Thank all, you, Tanya, for creating We are all speak. crashing your 41st and 42nd and 43rd. <laughs> I'm kidding. Kind of. I will be in Portugal. <laughs> Ooh, nice. <laughs> Thank you all for sharing today. Um, and thank you for those that have listened. If you've listened this far, then you know that this is a really special group. Um, a couple of us couldn't make it today, but the energy is the same and that there is definitely a connection and sisterhood. I said this to this group uh, privately, but I'll also say publicly that they have also inspired me just by coming to this space, not knowing me, showing up open, being open to my, you know, ideas and workshops and things that at one point were just something I used to journal about. So thank you all for seeing me and giving me the motivation I need in those mo down moments where I'm like, what am I doing? And having an identity crisis and all the things that we go through at different steps along the journey of life and work and business. And I'm really excited to continue to be connected to all of you, to stay in contact with all of you. I think this was like a nice reconnection that we all needed to get ourselves back in that energy and mindset that we we were in Italy. And I'm just excited. I know, Rhonda, you're coming with us to Bali. And for anyone else that wants to come to Bali, I'm going to put the link in the show notes. That, again, will be a whole new group. But the what I find with each new group is each one has a completely different energy, obviously the environment changes, what we do changes, but there's always this magical connection and everyone that's supposed to be there is there somehow, some way. They all, it always ends up being the, the perfect group. So I have no doubt the next one and future events that we do will be the same. And I'm just so excited to continue to see all what you guys are going to do as you launch and, and grow and evolve and inspire other people who are watching each of you to do the same. So Thank you, BP9. Thank you, everyone listening. As I said, I will drop links in the show notes for what we talked about today, as well as the Bali retreat. And I will see you next week. I hope this episode gives you more clarity and proof that you can create a life you truly love. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review so we can continue to connect and serve those who are ready to use their ideas and experiences to positively impact the lives of others. If you want to connect more, follow me on Instagram at The Bravo Life.